Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here for a solo interview episode. The full episode with John and Chuck will be out later in the week. If you missed last week's episode, don't go back and listen to it because during the recording, the Woj Bomb and ShamWow dropped that the Grizzlies were letting J.B. Bickerstaff go and were moving Chris Wallace to a scouting position, and the live reaction was incredible. Uh, It was one of the things that I... It makes me smile. I went back and listened to it. It made me smile. I thought it was pretty... uh, It captured the emotion of the moment perfectly. We got some facts wrong. Uh, John Hollinger sort of being demoted as well. We were pretty confused by his new title, but he's going to be doing... Less, I guess, hands-on GMing. He's going to be living in Atlanta more where his family is and having an advisory role, but not less of a hands-on role. But anyway, if you missed last Thursday's episode, go back, pause this one, go back, listen to that one. Uh, I think it's really entertaining and one of it was, it was a fun show to do and to listen to. Anyway, uh, today's show is with Cassidy Hubbard from ESPN talking about the NBA playoffs. Uh, First weekend of the NBA playoffs, pretty good. My predictions, I think, are not going to be very good. I thought we might have a boring first round, but thanks to the Spurs, thanks to the Magic, thanks to the Nets, uh, all winning good stuff. Also, you know, the Trailblazers holding seat. I already regret going with the masses and also thinking the thunder would win that series obviously don't want to overreact too much to just one games there are tons of teams that have won game one and then lost the series but uh it does look like we're going to have some interesting entertaining first round series and for that i'm pretty excited Uh, if you want to support our program i highly recommend playing draft the draft app it's a daily fantasy game where you do a snake draft or a blind auction draft to pick your team. So it's not a salary cap league. You're competing against other players, and you guys have to do a draft every time you want to play. And I'm telling you, last year, I won a bunch of money in the playoffs doing this, way more than the regular season. Uh, And the same thing happened. Both days came out uh, as a winner on Saturday and Sunday. Maybe just more casual folks are getting involved who don't know what they're doing. I don't know what it is, but... Uh, last year, I won almost every day playing in the playoffs. This year so far, two for two. Uh, if your fantasy seasons are over, this is another way to play that, and you can do it every day. I know I'm going to be playing draft again tonight for the two games, the Sixers, Nets, and Warriors, Clippers. Hopefully, Montrezl will pay off for me uh, once again. But if you're watching these NBA games and you want something a little extra on the side, I recommend draft Download it from the App Store. If you use our code FASTBREAK, they'll give you a free $3 entry into any game. So free to try 
easy to use. Download Draft. Draft.com slash FastBreak. Use our code FastBreak so they know you came from us. All right, now let's talk with the great Cassidy Hubberth. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My guest today covers the NBA for ESPN in many different ways. She appears on hoop streams on social media and is a return guest on Fast Break Breakfast. Cassidy Hubbard. Cassidy, how's it going? Going great. Thanks for having me. Uh, glad to have you back. You have playoff fever? We got playoff fever over here. I mean, how could you not? <laughs> Especially given the twist turns and uh, drama of the first weekend. That's right. The first weekend was exciting. I, I kind of thought maybe it wouldn't be. But uh, the first, yeah, the first day, definitely on Saturday, lots of upsets. Uh, before we get going, uh, I should congratulate you. You're a new mom. That's exciting. I don't feel like uh, yes. I knew or anyone knew you were expecting, and then you just showed up with the baby. That's uh, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great. It's definitely, I mean, the best thing I've probably ever done in my life. So, um, but it's also, you know, are you a parent, Keith? I'm yeah, not sure. I have uh, I have two children, yeah. a four year old and an eighteen month old. So you know it. It's uh, it's all the feelings whenever someone you know asks me how's it going, and I'm saying I'm feeling all of the things. Uh, yeah, it, you know the the highest of highs, and you know um, my 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 joy is uh, unlike anything I've felt before. But also it's uh, it's a challenge that um, you know I've never experienced. So um, it, it's it's a beautiful beautiful chaos. I like how you said it's all the feelings. I agree. It's almost too many feelings. I I think I'm just, I'm like <laughs> At a, times it is. I'm kind of like a stereotypical stoic borderline emotionless male. And then when I had my kids, I'm like, what are these, what is this sensation? I think I hate it. Like, like yes. I cry, yes. <laughs> I cry watching movies. Some movies are too mm-hmm. intense now. Like I used to watch all kinds of like really violent movies, and now I'm like, this yeah. is horrible. Like I can't, I can't, I can't do right. it. And yeah, I don't. It, it is it awesome, is, um, but also like I'm also worried all the time now, and I don't enjoy that all the time, all the time. Um, yeah, not to get you know, not to lay down on a couch right now, but yeah, the anxiety <laughs> is uh, is real. Um, yeah, because you do. You, it's just a, it's a constant state of worrying because you know. I've been on this planet for 34 years worrying about just myself and, you know, my husband, but, um, I, now having to worry about this, um, little human who can't, you know, they can't right. do anything. They can't themselves. do a thing. <laughs> you know, they just, they don't feed themselves. No. They don't, you know, change themselves. They just really, 
they're not that smart yet. <laughs> no, human human infants incredibly unself-sufficient. No, yes, exactly. yeah, the whole the whole anxiety thing. My wife makes fun of me by saying some of that. She's like, some of that, Keith, is you just now have some of the normal amount of empathy that other people have always had. Like you, no, you maybe, she's like, geez. you know, she's like, you maybe aren't the most caring for other people. Uh, and now you I have. Said her- I would lay down on the couch. I think you are right now. No, it's. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I do, well, it, I do like that. I can, I can now understand like sad songs. Like, Oh, this sad is, I'm now crying. This is uh, why people cry at shows or whatever. And yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever brings, you know, that true meaning that, that, you know, that's special, yeah. but I'm still, you know, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for the first conversation because right now it's just a lot of gurus and God. Right. Um, I know, I know people are like, oh, I, you know, the whole time they're babies, you're waiting for them to talk. And then when they start talking, you don't, you want them to stop talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, I've, I've honestly, heard that it hasn't happened yet to me. I guess my kid, my oldest okay. is, you know, four and a half and it's still great that he can talk and communicate his wishes and have conversations. And yeah, that, yeah. This, so far it's still very, very fun. I haven't, I haven't hit the age right. where they're like, yeah, you need to stop talking. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we uh, we start off our shows, as you know, talking about breakfast. Uh, have you had a good breakfast recently? Yes. Playoff breakfast? Anything? Okay, good. Because I hope I was like hoping you were going to ask me about breakfast today. Because uh, speaking of mommyhood, I haven't gotten a breakfast yet. Yeah, but yeah. about her breakfast. Right. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. Like, if I've had, oh, I will say my biggest cravings during my pregnancy, which uh-huh. feels like a, a, a years ago, um, was pancakes. Oh, and nice. there's a place in New York called Buffy's um, that have these amazing pancakes. They're like They're unlike any pancakes I've had before. And if you're going to splurge on pancakes, these are the pancakes to splurge on. Yeah. Um, they're called the James Beard uh, pancakes. And I, I'm not sure... I don't think you get a James Beard award for pancakes. Maybe I'm wrong, but they're called the James Beard. James Beard is like, I think it's a chef and restaurant awards that are national. I think the it James is. Beard award goes so, to, but yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if you get one for pancakes. Oh, oh but maybe, maybe these pancakes, I don't know if they're them. making a statement. Yeah. I don't know. I, I should do a little more research on them, but they're called the James Beard pancakes and they are like the consistency of it, the fluffiness, the size. It is just, they're the best pancakes I've ever had in my life. That's pretty fantastic. What was the name of the place we see? It was Buppies? Buppies. Buppies, okay. They have one in Tribeca and they have one in um, Village, I believe, for all you New Yorkers. Yeah, anyone in the New York area. I might try that out next time I ever get there once my children are grown and I can travel. Yes. Um, Yes. That's awesome. There's actually been a lot of pancake-related content. Uh, PJ Tucker, apparently a big pancake man. Oh, the ringers been oh, yeah, pushing is. a lot of a ball of yeah. pancake content. I get a little nervous when I see I other mean, outlets doing NBA breakfast themes. I'm like, uh, kind of our corner, but you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's getting crowded. That's right. Doggy dog world. That's right. Uh, so if you if we were if you were watching the NBA playoffs, we uh you saw Cassidy on Saturday uh at the Sixers Nets game. One of the interesting storylines from that game was the crowd was booing very loudly and notably really yeah. 
early in the game. I, I was actually, I'd taken my kids to my parents' house. I was watching the game at my parents' house, and like the Nets go on a run, and I think it was in the first quarter. And I was like, that booing is so loud. Like maybe it's my father's speakers or something. But then apparently it was. They were, no. it seemed like they were booing like crazy. What was that like uh, in the arena? Did it seem abnormal to you when you were there? Like, why is everyone so angry yeah, on I Saturday mean, afternoon? I, look, you look. We know we know Philly fans yeah. are um, tough. I mean, they booed Santa Claus, so I, I, I just I think their reaction was to um, the Sixers going zero for eleven from three, and yeah. then Joel just kind of going zero for five and chucking it up, knowing that he's destroyed this team inside. Yeah. Um, so um, I think it was really. I mean, as um, the reason why I guess Philly fans are impatient is because they, they're knowledgeable. They're, they're paying attention to the game. And it really wasn't, it, it didn't feel like the Sixers were at that point in time early on um, giving their best effort. They were, they, they weren't, it's hard for us. So Joel came out, he obviously like made an impact early inside. He got, um, you know, Jared Allen and some foul trouble. And so that was feeling good. And then when he started taking, when they started launching threes and it was miss after miss, it quickly turned um, because it was like, well, what's the mindset here, guys? So was it abnormal? Absolutely. And then in the fourth quarter, they still had a, they were still in striking distance. Um, And then it, it just kind of, you know, aside from the booze, they like, they left in the middle of the fourth. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so, um, it was a very, very, uh, up and down emotional, uh, game, um, for both, for both teams. So, uh, when I say it, it, it definitely was odd, um, to, to hear that in, in like game one, but it's because the expectations are really high. I mean, this is arguably, you know, the most talented starting five in the NBA outside of the Warriors. Um, you know, and they don't care that they've only played 10 games together because, um, you know, they, they put in the time through the process and right now it's about the production. So look, uh, you know, I think that's where the booze kind of came from. I, I like how you turned it into, you said the booing was, you turned it into a compliment to the Philly fan base by calling them knowledgeable that's why you're a professional. That's good stuff. Uh, I was going to say, I just thought it was awkward. First quarter, first playoff game. Yeah. Like, why are we so upset? Yeah. Like, I understand, like, you know, all right, if you lose that second home playoff game and then it's like, guys, don't lose to the Nets. This is terrible. We, you know, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty funny. Do you? Do you think it is? I mean, their shooting was terrible and like abnormally terrible. I think they were three for 25 from three. And you assume that's not going to happen again, but also this team's strength is not shooting. Uh, You know, they don't have very much depth and it does seem like Joel Embiid is a little banged up. Do you think that's what we're going to get? And that's the problem. Yeah. Is is that going to be the problem the the whole series? It it, It begins and ends with Joel Embiid because this team cannot contain him, but he also can't be sitting out on the three point line launching five threes in, you know, a quarter. Um, if he can get to the free throw line and, you know, I, he just, he, he's, he's, he's what makes them in his words unstoppable. Uh-huh. Um, but he also has to get a little more production out of his point guard and Ben Simmons. So it's, it, it's, and JJ Redick and Tobias Harris. So the only person who showed up was Jimmy Butler. Uh-huh. And um, you can't, you can't, 
you can't have that. Uh, I mean, Boban Marjanovic, you know, con- contributed off the bench. Um, so he kind of made up for, for um, when MB was out. But, the you know, what makes this team scary and, you know, how how they can beat a scrappy team like this Nets squad is making sure that Embiid is himself. And I just don't know if he is. I mean, granted, he played a lot of games with everybody leading up to this game about if he was, you know, like how bad his knee was. But we know he plays through pain, even though people will say he hasn't, you know, he hasn't played basically a full season at all. And, um, it, and his, 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 injuries he's injury prone he he tends to fight through injuries now he may be injury prone because he's always hurt but he does fight through injuries and i'm not sure if you know this is if him playing game one um is going to hurt him long term because he said leading up to this game that it's felt worse actually mm-hmm. that um even though the scans are good that the pain has been worse so um you know i'm interested to see tonight uh you know how he's going to be feeling um in this game because they need this game. They need this game too. They cannot go back <laughs> yeah. to Brooklyn um, down O2. Um, and they can't lose this. They can't lose this series because that means this team and what they've, what they've gone through the last couple of years and see it blowing, blowing up because um, you know, it, it, it's probably going to be um, reflective on, you know, obviously Brett Brown, but they have two free agents that, um, you know, they probably want to try to keep. Uh, I, I, there's a lot, a lot of pressure on this team. And it's interesting because they're going up against the Brooklyn Nets and it couldn't be a, a, a bigger difference in, you know, the feeling around each team. Like the Nets are surprised and they, they kind of develop their players. Whereas like the Sixers are the face of tanking um, and then, you know, grabbing, um, you know, star free agents and it like, and the, all the pressures on the world and they put it on themselves too, you know, El brand of uh, Brett Brown saying, you know, we, we, we have to get past the second round. So um, they're in some trouble even getting past uh, the first round. Yeah. The, emphasizing the the two those two franchises makes it i think adds extra pressure i don't think the players think about this but i think we fan, no. we, we fans think about this like uh all right so if you lose you know like the vegas line is now just uh, minus 180 for the sixers to win the series so they're not even heavy favorites to win the series now after dropping game one with those concerns about Embiid. but looking at this team like this is on the one hand you, you can almost make it a referendum about team building you have the 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 fun cultish fans of the process you know this team went through a lot and they decided to to bottom out try to get as many lottery picks and then they cashed in their future assets to trade for jimmy butler to trade for tobias harris and if they lose Mm -hmm. in a playoff series to an underdog team that has no lottery picks on their team they only have one player on their team d'angelo russell who was selected in the top 10 like by any team. So like this is a team that did it without mm-hmm. picks, did it completely separately. Right. Uh, and so exactly. that's the storyline, which adds the pressure to the fan base. We are like, this would be really, well, it's really not just bad. The fan well, and the I front mean, office, I guess too. <laughs> from the top down yeah, 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 yeah. And, and into the coaching staff as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's certainly interesting. Um, you know, the, the juxtaposition between these two um, teams mindset and sometimes playing free um, could be the difference. Yeah, and it seemed like on Saturday. And you know what? Let's oh. give let's give some let's give some credit to the Nets. Sure, I mean, they played really well. 
Yeah. Um, that is a balanced team. Um, and, you know, in any championships we've seen, it's, it's about, you know, how teams are gelling. Obviously, I'm not saying that this is a championship level team, but they, th- this team really, really likes each other and um, they know how to communicate. And it's a, it's a whole team effort. Yeah. Led by, you know, uh, D'Angelo Russell, who has completely transformed, um, you know, who he is and how he um, is perceived in this league. I mean, he is buddied into a real star. We were talking on our show last week about D'Angelo Russell, about an idea of this, the idea of this maybe being his like honeymoon season, because he's still like this season, he's exceeding expectations. He's obviously in the most improved player conversation, uh, but he has to get paid next year. So, so will next year his salary might be matching of what they need him to do, and maybe he might not be able to live up to it. So, what do you think about this being like maybe the like the golden era for D'Angelo Russell, and after this honeymoon's over, he now has to show up to work and like fulfill what might be a very large contract. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens with uh, you know, free agency this this, yeah. this summer. Um, I would not uh leave um brooklyn out of the mix of you know getting one of those big free agents so i think you know uh, players are starting to see that that front office and sean marks and kenny atkinson um they kind of know what they're doing uh so aside from that um with his big deal i I mean I, i think i don't i think this year has been a really big um, growth process for him. I, what I, what I've collected, um, is that he really has been putting in the work off the court, you know, um, learning how to be an MBA professional off the court, meaning, you know, getting the proper training, um, you know, making sure his diet is right making sure he's, you know, uh, responsible with, um, how he spends his time, uh, in around the facilities. So, uh, like that type of shift, I think he's understanding. And I, I think being around, um, veterans like Damari Carroll and Jared Dudley have, has been incredibly impactful on him. Um, the word, uh, around D'Angelo before was that he was immature and that he, you know, really wasn't putting in the proper work and maybe caught up in the LA lifestyle. And, you know, New York's not an easy city to kind of contain yourself either, but, um, that, that he, he seems to really be, uh, focused and um, understanding the, the weight that is on him right now, that he can be a, a star in this league. So as far as, you know, if, if we're in a honeymoon period, okay, I think if this is, if we're going to qualify this as a honeymoon, I, I think maybe they're in for a really great marriage. All right. It's very optimistic. I like it. Uh, two other teams lost their game one uh, that were favorites in this series. The, the, the Thunder, who were actually the lower seed, but still they were, they were the Vegas favorites coming into to their series. And then the, the Denver Nuggets, who also looked pretty tight in their loss to the Spurs. Of those two teams, uh, Denver and Oklahoma City, which one do you think is maybe uh, in the most trouble in, in their first round? I don't like the fact that Paul George says he's still, you know, that shoulder is, you know, in bad shape and that um, he could barely lift it heading into this, this game because they need him. Um, I mean, he's what makes their, their team go. Uh, I, I think you can't ever count out uh, a Greg Popovich led team and, you know, back to like dynamics of, um, 
the mood of each team. I think Denver is lacking experience from top to bottom. And, um, you know, the Spurs uh, have that experience with DeMar DeRozan, you know, leading the way for their team, for their players. And then, of course, Greg Popovich just knows how to coach in the playoffs. So, I, you know, I think Denver can be in some real trouble. Um, OKC, I think it, it's dependent on, you know, how healthy really um, Paul George is. Do you think, I mean, I know not everyone is a spiteful person, but do you think DeMar DeRozan and maybe Dwayne Casey, when they saw Toronto lost game one, they kind of felt something like, okay, all right, it's not our fault. Not our fault. You guys, you guys lost another one. Um, sure, but I also feel like they probably felt the type some type of way when the history um, was brought up that, you know, yeah, it, yeah, cause yeah. they were part of all those game one losses. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. they probably didn't want to be dragged into that either. So <laughs> yeah, you they, look they, at it both ways. Yeah. They kind of, I guess, you know, also had their, uh, their bad histories, uh, I guess dragged through the mud once again. Um, so the, I guess these playoffs, so I guess one of, one of the stories, you know, we talked about like, is Paul George hurt? Is Joel Embiid hurt? Uh, Blake Griffin now going to miss the playoffs. Kind of a very discouraging thing. You hate to see the, uh, the injuries mar. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you think these teams, I know the Pistons were fighting for a playoff spot. Should, should they have done, or could they have done like more resting down the stretch? Uh, it seems like the Sixers knew they were going to be, you know, pretty much locked into that three seed a while ago, but still Embiid was playing kind of a, a few games here and there. Like, should these teams maybe have done yeah, well, more? No, he wasn't, though. I mean, Embiid missed a lot of games down the stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, they they did their part of resting him. Um, I, I As far as, like, uh, Blake Griffin, I mean, it came down to, like, the last day. Mm-hmm. So... I, I, it's, it's tough because I think when you have someone like a Blake Griffin and and you're in that middle zone of uh, purgatory or, you know, <laughs> like getting in the playoffs, I think you try to get in the playoffs. Um, I think that, that like that middle of the conference is really hard um, when you're dealing with an injury, but I, you can't tell you can't tell um, Blake Griffin not to play um, when you guys have a playoff uh, bid in in place and and Dwayne Casey like that these are these are this is a team that's not that's not rebuilt like they have actual players on this mm-hmm. team so um, yeah I think that's a tough call for them and it's unfortunate you know obviously I don't think that they had a shot against the Bucks but. Um, you at least want to see them, you know, be able to compete um, at a hundred percent. Yep. Finally, I, I didn't put this on the rundown, but last year you hosted the NBA draft lottery show on mm-hmm. ESPN. Are you doing mm-hmm. that again this season? I am not doing that again this season. I will be hosting hoop streams um, actually during the conference finals and finals. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So I, I, um, Unfortunately, I'm not doing that this year. That's all right. Well, it seemed but like it will be exciting to see. I was going to say it seemed like an incredibly difficult gig because you you know like the show is taking a, a one minute or a list of 14 names being read, like make it a 30 minute show. Like let's just let's just do mm-hmm. this. Uh, but yeah, I am very excited. I'm like obsessed with the uh, with the lottery odds and the. Uh, I know it's crazy. The, the, the we'll see. I mean, it, and especially with a with a prize like Zion, yeah. um, you know, awaiting. It's definitely going to be um, a an interesting lottery. I think everybody is going to be <laughs> wondering what happens there. And then they got Patrick Ewing um, representing the Knicks. So that's a 
that's that's pretty interesting. Hopefully, we make sure there's no frozen envelopes. That's right. (laughs) Who's uh, have the Lakers said that they're uh, representative? I kind of think LeBron should be there. I mean, Keith, do we even? (laughs) I don't even know if they know. You know what day it is there right now. (laughs) (laughs) They got a whole lot to figure out. They got a whole lot to figure out, and I think you know who they're sending to the draft lottery is probably low on the list right now. Uh, what do you think LeBron is up to? Is he he's on the beach somewhere, right? We assume. What's LeBron doing right now? Yeah. He's um, middle of April, well, not playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, Savannah posted something where he was, you know, living his best life, dancing in sandals. So um, good for him. I mean, he hasn't had a playoffs off, and um, <laughs> you know, what is it? Thirteen seasons, fourteen seasons. So good for him. Yeah, hoping and you know, thirty four years old has more miles on him. Um, than any player, so take his time. That's great. Well, Cassidy, thanks for your time. Tell us, uh, tell us about the hoop streams. Where can we watch that? That's on that's on Twitter and it's on Instagram. No, it's just on Twitter. Just on Twitter. Um, and basically, yeah, and it's a uh, thirty minutes um, nonstop. Um, uh, we're we're still trying to figure out the timing for the playoffs, but usually we're on um, about an hour before before tip. We may be on half an hour before tip. <clears throat> for the playoffs, but, um, you know, it's going to be a, a number of people joining me, um, from Amin El Hassan to Richard Jefferson to, you know, um, stack to, um, a lot of different personalities. And then we're, we're going to be on site for, um, all of the games and taking, you know, fan questions and, you know, it's, it's a, it's a pregame show for NBA Twitter. So we know, we know NBA Twitter loves to talk. So, we try to give them a voice there. That's perfect. And you just, uh, is a hashtag hoop streams or on your Twitter account? Mm-hmm. Perfect. So we, yeah. will, uh, we will see you there and interact, and that will be awesome for all the uh, big NBA basketball fans. Cassidy, thank you so much uh, for your time. And Thanks, uh, Keith. Look forward to talking with you again soon sometime. Okay, sounds good. Appreciate it, Keith. All right, thanks to Cassidy. Make sure you follow her on Twitter at Cassidy. Hubberth. You can follow me on Twitter at FastBreakBreak. Support our program by downloading the Draft app. Had a real good weekend running that Draft app. Again, playoffs is for making money. Draft.com slash FastBreak. Use our code FastBreak when you download the app to get a free entry into a $3 money game. You can also support us at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. All right. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, no apologize for being TNG. Fast break break, man. You understand? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.